Welcome to Undecided, where we're going to be pitting a Trump supporter and a Biden supporter against each other to convince an undecided voter on who to vote for. If you are personally undecided or if your opinion changes because of this video, please comment below. Now let's get into this. Hi, I'm Ricky. I am undecided. I'm undecided because I really don't feel like either candidate has captured me or captured my, my vote with what they're going to do for the country. Um, I can't really say that I'm one way or the other at this point. Yo, it's your boy Kick. You can find me on Kick Cunningham on Instagram, Kick Cunningham. I'm a Trump supporter. Why? We'll find out. I'm Robert Francis. I'm a Biden supporter because of policy and issue. Before we get into this, if you can, please drop this video a like, maybe even share it with a friend. It helps out with the algorithm. Also, if you become a Patreon, I will give you a call. My entire channel is demonetized. I make zero dollars. So if you want to help fund more videos just like this, you can please become a Patreon and I will call you. Let's get into this. In one to two minutes, explain why he should vote for your candidate based on the economy. We've seen trillions added to the stock market. We've seen the record uh, black low unemployment rate, uh, Hispanic low uh, unemployment rate, um, women, Asians of all sorts. You know, prior he gave his, his plan of shorting, uh, cutting taxes when it comes to businesses and also uh, cutting regulations so that businesses can actually uh, operate in the free market. Trade agreements that, uh, like NAFTA and GATT, where, um, or TPP, where we reversed one-sided trade deals when it comes to China and other countries. We've seen everybody for the last four years has made more money than they have previously from beforehand. Uh, so when it comes to the economy, I think that's one of the strongest suits. Based on the economy, why you should vote Biden, under Obama, the Biden administration, they also suffered a recession, and then they grew that into a robust economy. We're, all, we're getting out of a recession currently. So it would go to guess that um, he can replicate those results and get us into a robust, booming economy again. As of the economy right now, while we're filming this, we have the record highest unemployment that the U.S. has ever had. Our national debt, which was one of his promises to get rid of the national debt, he said it would be easy, quickly done. We are in $20 trillion debt, which is the highest since World War II. And this is also the highest unemployment, even post-World War II or during World War II. Besides that, job creation, again, is one of his uh, trumpeting points. We, again, are in one of the biggest economic losses of our time. And that's the situation at hand also plays into that. But his dealing with this situation at hand, you know, resulted in the amount of sustained job loss. Based on the facts of both uh, candidates, I think Biden would be better for the economy in the long run. Okay, so you're telling me that Trump brought in trillions to the economy by way of the stock market and that jobs grew under the Trump, Trump administration, which is true. But also, you're telling me that Biden, Obama um, started the trend before they left office. And, and obviously, when Trump won the election, it was already, the economy was already going, which is also true. One of my reasons for being undecided is which one is truer, I guess, or what is, what is about to happen in the next four years, the continuing trend of the growing economy, or is it about to tank? because Trump is who he is and says what he says and does what he does. Economy gonna tank because of Biden with his obvious gaffes and age limitations and some of the things that he's experiencing right now, which I have, I'm, I'm very familiar with with my own family. It, it's, it's hard to understand where that direction is going to go. 
if there is a, a, a Biden presidency. Uh, so again, the undecidedness comes from both of those things because you're both right in that the, I, I saw the economy getting a little bit better towards the end of the Obama administration and I saw it boom uh, under Trump. Was it because of what they did while they were in office or was it because of what he did while he's been in office? I, I don't know. I'm not, it's above my pay grade to know that. I would also refer to something very simple that was in 2016 uh, election uh, campaign where Obama said, how is he gonna bring all these jobs back? Does he have a magic wand? That rebuttal signifies everything. That we were talking about building the economy and he said, what is he gonna do, use a magic wand? But well, you've seen the boom, he did use a magic wand. Our troubles that we're having now currently because of an event, remember that that wasn't Trump's fault, that was China's fault. This was something that came from China. This is something that was uh, out of nowhere, it was random. And out of because of something so random of a virus that went around the world that we had to shut down for, of course we had to shut down. Now we're seeing these numbers, but I wanna make this point. If we had a boom that you said that we did from now, from 2016 till now, who do you want to rebuild the economy after COVID? Uh, we are in a bust economy. That is just a fact. I mean, just statistically numbers, we are not in a booming economy currently. Um, there was an event, like you said, uh, that kind of started to snowball the events into the circus, but with Trump's uh, stimulus plan in his package for, not package, but his policies for the economy, it was kind of held on stilts, right? So he didn't uh, build solid foundations of American base, he built it so the, the 1% could profit the most and that's when like a little bit of trickle down but again we also have the largest disparity wealth disparity ever um so once it hit it really hit hard and it hit down all the stills right that's why our economy tanked so hard and we needed you know stimulus round and then we needed unemployment additional 600 um every two weeks so it was it was more of he wasn't building a secure ground to uh, have the American people rise up upon, unlike Biden and Obama. And that is why I think, uh, like you were saying, in the coming four years, that it would be a better bet for Biden to be rebuilding this economy. With BLM and racism as a topic, what's a reason why they should vote for your candidate? I think with the tensions clearly very high with BLM and racism. Uh, the Trump administration has done an abysmal job of dealing with uh, uh, protests and riots. Again, I think if he addressed the problem head on that it doesn't result in nearly as many riots. Uh, police shooting again, which was race instigated. Um, he has failed to comment on pretty much any of the police shootings besides condemning rioters, but he doesn't address the problem head on. As ev literally everyone knows, he's been called a bigot racist. Uh, you were saying, where are the facts? The facts are through history, through uh, his employment of individuals, his firing of individuals throughout his Trump empire. Just specifically within his presidency, I think it's very important that we have a politician in office that is able to address racism, BLM, all of these things going forward because the BLM movement isn't going to decrease or go away. But we need someone who addresses and appeases the the masses so you know we don't have riots we don't have a destruction while we progress as a country now with blm racism it's uh, it's a crazy time uh as you can see i'm black myself so obviously black lives matter with me okay but i'm a black man that doesn't believe in the black lives matter movement um first 
when it comes to Trump with the racist motion, it only came that he was racist in 2016. Prior, he was known in the 90s and 80s for uh, involved in civil rights. He, get, he donated to Jesse Jackson campaign twice. Um, this was all the past opening his golf courses to uh, minorities when it used to be nothing but only whites open it to uh, other ethnicities. But now he's racist in 2016. Uh, moving forward, uh, when it comes to the black community, there, there, there's instances that are highlighted and there's instances that are swept underneath the rug. You know, we don't see a lot about black on black crime, it's usually 94%. But when you see the white uh, cop killing a black man, it's only, what, 1% of the time? So I'm, what I'm saying is, when it comes to Trump and the black community with racism and all the stuff that's going on right now, um, the number one thing you can do for the black community, because I've been, because I'm, I know the black community, we're in poverty. The number one thing you can do is give us a better economy in our inner cities, not Obama phones, welfare phones that Obama gave. Trump not only did criminal justice reform, um, first step act, reversing the '94 crime bill that uh, Joe Biden himself wrote and pushed to incarcerate black men differently from white people for crack cocaine, heroin, other and so forth. Uh, he did opportunity zones to where you could flood the inner cities with investment so we can rebuild. But that was in 2018. Now we're talking about what's happening now. He introduced a new thing called the Platinum Plan. The Platinum Plan is going to consist with $500 billion uh, towards the inner cities. It's Detroit, Baltimore, Philadelphia. Um, and that's 500,000 black businesses and anywhere from three to six million black jobs. So. Um, with everything that's going on right now, tensions are high, but the, the one thing that you can do to help the black community is Trump's agenda. Okay, the, the accomplishments of Trump in regards to uh, what you just listed, um, in your view, was that so that he can get reelected? Is that just token efforts, or do you think he meant it? Do you think he really wants to improve relations and, and, and situations in the black Community. Which part are we talking about? With, the with, with yeah, with any of the plans that he just mentioned, which was um, plan plan is, is is starting. It's right now, but putting money the into the inner cities. I hadn't heard about that. I, I don't. Those know are all accomplishments that he's already done within the last three right, years. Right, right, right. So was he doing that to appease the black people so that they'll probably maybe vote for him in twenty twenty? Is that something that came out of his out of his heart? What, what's what's the I mean I don't view on, right. on your side? I think it's I think it's a lot of both where uh, Trump is a politician who refuses to denounce uh, racist people, racist groups, Proud Boys, where he said there's hate on both sides or bad people on both sides. Charlottesville. Oh, there's good people on both sides. There's yeah. good I people remember, on both sides. So it's point, like yeah. his words speak like that, and also it is convenient that it's coming onto election year when he releases this plan, when uh, he, you know, he had four years, he started doing a stimulus of the economy on whatever, the first 100 days when he was writing into bills. So I think it's interesting. I don't know, though. I don't know that. Uh, I don't know if he's pandering to an audience that is widely democratic and that's he's doing it within a month of an election or if he's actually just trying to bring back the economy. And know. also, I mean, on, on, on the Biden side, I mean, Biden has been... And how long has he been in office? 40, 47. 47 years. I mean, I don't know of anything that I've heard that um, Biden has done either against the black community um, that, you know, is specific towards the black community or, or uh, you know, uh, minorities in general in, in 47 years of, of 
I mean, is there any proof that Biden is any better than Trump? Right. Or that Trump is any better than Biden well, in, well, in that well, regard? Well, I would say, okay. So, again, I reminded you that uh, before the 2016 election, he was a racist. At 2016, he's now a racist because he's running for president of the United States. I want to make this very clear. When it comes to two candidates, and I look at both of them, the real racist is the Biden. Biden is pro-segregation. He said that he didn't want, when segregation was being decriminalized, he said that he didn't want his kids growing up in a racial jungle. Um, he said that uh, he was actually uh, uh, had a eulogy at, uh, I think, Robert Byrd, a former KKK lead, uh, recruiter. He was a congressman or a senator or something? Something uh, like that. Robert Byrd. Um, and, you know, the, the, the history, I mean, I can go over so many clips of him saying racial things, but when we talk about how Trump did not denounce the KKK, now, if you actually look and do YouTube searches, he's denounced it about 20 times. He's never had this problem until he ran for the president of the United States. When we talk about the incident with, uh, I believe he said Charlottesville, where he said there was two people on both sides. Um, if you look at the full clip, because again, a lot of this when it comes to politics, they give two minute sound bites and it sticks. But if you go into the full speech, he actually said, I'm not talking about the white supremacists in the KKK, but there's great people on both sides during the incident. He specifically said that in the same interview. So when we talk about the full length of the interview, we have to take it in context that yes, he did say that there's fine people on both sides, but he also said, I am not talking about the KKK and white so, supremacy. Okay, and so on, on the Biden side, what has he, what is his history? Because again, I don't know the positive either of mm -hmm. what he's done for the black community or for the minority community as a whole. And that can encompass, you know, everybody, Asians, which are also Indians or Asians. A lot of people forget that, that 100%. Indians are also Asians. Yeah. Um, Latinos, um, the black community. Um, what, what's Biden's history in regards to helping the minority, specifically the black community, since we're talking about BLM? Right. Um, I'm going to backtrack a little bit to the 2016, why nobody called him a racist until he was running. Uh, it's just the availability and bringing to light. Um, no one maybe had the opportunity because he's a multimillionaire or the ability to call him out. The same with Harvey Weinstein, right? He wasn't a rapist until people started calling him a rapist and that gave him platform. Now he's in jail, you know? It's the same reason that uh, Trump has now had all of the allegations come to light because the opportunity and platform are there. But going on to Biden, um, I, you know what? I don't know a lot about uh, his race relations. I know he's been a strong uh, liberal defendant since 35. He was the first time he ran for president, which he's lost twice, strongly for the minority cause on both of those campaigns. He was the young voice of the party when he was first running. He just didn't secure the votes. I don't know what he has uh, specifically done, but I know he hasn't actively hurt the community. So um, you already stated that you're not a supporter of the BLM movement. That was, that was your quote, the movement. Yes, the national movement. Yes, the national, national people movement on the ground. BLM. How are you, uh, the Biden uh, supporter, how are you with, with BLM? The, the, is it, I don't know if it's, is it an organization? It's not. It's a movement. It's, it's a movement. movement. Yeah. Well, how are you with the, with the movement? Um, I fully support BLM. I don't support the rioting, which uh, Biden also has denounced rioting and uh, within the protest. I Yeah, I think that it's a needed cause. I think that police brutality is out of control in the United States. Like you were saying, though, it is uh, the minority of officers who are committing these crimes, but again, a minority needs to still be addressed if it's killing people. When it comes to addressing Antifa and the police, give a reason why he should vote for your guy. Antifa is radical left. 
that there's no debating that. They have a hatred and they believe in communism and socialism and you've seen in different countries that socialism doesn't work. They're burning down buildings, they're throwing down, they're tearing down statues. And when you see that side, you see the other side, the supposed right side that's supposedly racist and white supremacist. You see people of all walks of colors, all lives, smiling, having a good time. If you see one of these rallies, you'll see. But to the issue of cops, um, you did say that it was a minority, a minority of cops that are uh, having these incidences. But now the defunding police is now the majority of the police. That it's an attack on the majority of the police, the police that, uh, that have a badge, that go to risk their lives for the community. When you get a call, a disturbance, in the middle of the night, who are you gonna call? It's gonna be the police. Now, with that being said, the, the number one backer, all the police across the nation, I can't find one police organization that supports Biden. They all support Trump. Why? Because he is the candidate for law and order. Antifa is literally anti-fascist. Fascism is what Hitler and Mussolini's parties were. So I think we should all be Antifa I think he's correct in saying that the movement has been uh, radicalized into a more destructive movement. But uh, speaking against Antifa, yeah, I mean, yeah, I'm anti-fascist. As for police brutality and uh, the districting of that, I 100% think that, uh, and I don't think Biden believes that police organizations should be defunded either maybe reallocated so there's a support worker with the police officer and i believe that is one of his campaigns and that's one of the problems actually that most uh democrats have with biden is that he is very pro military state right so he is very much for funding of the police um like i just mentioned he is also pro reallocation of the funding of the police but i don't think he has ever announced uh that he wants to cut the funding to uh police anywhere i think he is very much uh in tune with the movement of the blm and just the general world as it is right now you haven't heard that biden says that he wants to defund the police he i mean yeah to and, my knowledge and, he hasn't okay that. and and as far as antifa goes he denounced antifa yeah, he, well he denounced uh the rioting protests the rioting by the antifa by the antifa people well, by the beyond the, just in general. In general, okay. Yeah. And then Trump has denounced. I've heard him. I think he called them terrorists, didn't he, for uh, the Antifa groups and, and things of that nature. I think it's. Is it Proud Boys and Antifa are now on the terrorist list? No, no, Proud Boys is not. KKK is now on. KKK. Oh, that's right. Okay, which is the KKK. So. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, but yeah, so where's Trump sit on like with defunding the police or or with funding in general of the of okay the police one um the kkk is now part of a terrorist organization that's also been part of uh, the platinum plan that trump announced that so he's going go to label him. them a domestic terrorist you can actually group. go after him from uh, homeland security now right. interesting so uh but to the that's point that's never been done before that's never been, that's that never been done before it's never but been it's done. Been done but it's but yeah. but it was done by the racist that's crazy it's done by the racist so biden himself I believe he said defund the police, but I want to make this very clear. If he did not, it's because he's uh, the, the uh, president of the United States, possibly. But we do have AOC and uh, Omar that both say they want to defund the police, and they are left. They are on the Democratic Party, and they are a part of his party. People on the ground level that lean to the left and the people in the Democratic Party both want to defund the police. People on the right, I don't see one person saying that. They're law and order. They have the support of all the police. And what was the question uh, prior? Um, Antifa, regarding yeah. Antifa. Antifa. Antifa in general, I mean, no one wants to be part. Okay, it, it, they say that they're anti-fascist. 
But wh who are they fighting? I don't know. Neither, no one does. So if they say they're anti-fascist, what fascist organization are they fighting? Are they fighting Trump? Because if just give me one policy that's fascist. I haven't seen one yet. So, okay, so regarding, so regarding the police, going back to the police, what do uh, Biden supporters want to happen with our police force? Uh, Defunding, um, strip them down of, of more money. What do, what do they want? Right. I mean, I, I can't speak to the entire Biden base, uh, but the generalized uh, movement and feel is that since these egregious murders have been happening with the police, we want to um, defund, not defund them. Well, there is a defunding movement, but I think Biden's campaign in particular. Um, is in support of putting more health workers on site with the police. So these incidents happen less. There's more training towards the police. Uh, so these these situations that get built up and uh, get aggravated into you know uh, a fight or flight uh, simulation within the person can be avoided with a healthcare worker right there who understands people with mental disabilities, who understands people who are drunk or whatever, right? Family members that are police officers and uh, or law enforcement, um, federal as well as uh, a PD. Um, so that, for me, I don't know any of them that are racist. None of my family or friends sure. that are police officers are racist, but they do tell stories about guys that have done this or, or even women that have done certain things that just have crossed the line. And I think the more I think about it, yeah, I, I have to believe that there's, there just needs to be more training. There has to be something more than just an academy and go hit the streets and make this world a better place. Right. That's, here's a gun and a baton and uh, have fun. I, I think it's gotta be more than that if that's what's going on. Mm. I think I, I, had, um, I had come across a video recently that said um, that uh, this, this one guy, I can't remember who he was, but he's a, he's a Navy SEAL. He thinks that 20% uh, of a police officer's time on duty should be spent training. 20%, which is a ton of time if you think about it. I can't, it's hard to argue with that because mm -hmm. of what we're seeing on the streets and the types of interactions that, we're, that are being highlighted. I mean, and obviously they're going to highlight the, the bad stuff. You know, that's what the stuff that's going to get highlighted. You're never going to get the highlight of a, of a cop who says, hey, have a nice day. Just slow down. It doesn't happen. We see the bad shootings, and, and there's a ton of them of, of bad shootings, unfortunately. So, you know, again, that's, that's important to me as to which candidate um, leans which way because I think we need the law enforcement, mm -hmm. and we also need to reform it and make it, make it better. Than, see, than what we're seeing right now. Also, here's the thing, though, is that um, the left wants to defund. That's out and blatant open. There's no reform. There's no movement on reform. If you want law and order, you, you, President Trump is the law and order candidate, but at the same time, if you choose Biden, it's not going to be uh, reform. We just want to make that clear. It will be defund, because that, that is what they're proposing. Uh, can I speak on that? Yeah, I don't. I don't. Go ahead. Yeah. I, I don't sure. know that that's a that's a true. Have, I don't know. We, I'm not sure. We have, we have AOC and Omar. Sure. I, I don't believe that's uh, factual. Just it is called defund the police. That is the movement, but it's not necessarily actually taking money away from the police. It's the reallocation of that money from strictly police forces doing like traffic stops, different things like that that don't necessarily need lethal engagement. So it's like. Um, 
whatever ticketing officers don't necessarily need a gun or people going to homes that are uh, uh, are going to people that have been known to have mental issues that might not need a gun either so it's just the reallocation of that funding to people that are able to deal with those situations uh, better than just a police with I think they have two years of training it's associates degree not even a bachelor's degree of training that um, yeah. you know they're put onto the streets with legal weapons and now we are in a state of protest mainly in the African American African American community because that is the majority of where the brutality takes place I would almost guarantee if someone has said hey are you for taking money away from a police force I almost 100% guarantee he would say no he's not yeah I can't believe that, that that he would that he would strip down a police force I mean yeah. I'm of the opinion that okay that's what you want to do you first no all your security detail no guns and you only get half of them i don't think he's going to do it i don't think he would do it i don't think trump would do it i don't think i don't think i don't think i don't think you know but this is the thing I, yeah. I, and this is what i'm saying because i i well, I, just, I, just well no. that's that's something at the end of the day is up to the states and the cities yes so just to make that clear true but we yeah. have seen cutting you know la has been cut we've seen cutting all over yeah, we've seen funding cuts in uh, different cities. Um, but also, you know, on the opposite side, we see like Rudy trying to reinstitute stop and frisk, and Trump was for that, which has been proven to be uh, a racist maneuver, which is just it disproportionately targets minorities over whites, and then by a gross margin. Yeah, I, I don't, I'm not from New York, so I, I don't know what the numbers are. I do know the, pro, the, the procedure, the process, and what was going on at the, when that was going on. But I don't know the whys, the ins and outs, and why it stopped, and what has happened or developed since then. Because, again, it's not, some, it's not sure. a West Coast sure. uh, yeah. thing. It's, it's an East Coast you know, I want to talk sure. about I want to talk about how policing uh, towards African-American community seems to be racist. Now, there's a difference between racism and perceived racism. Put in perspective, when you say that, you know, uh, these police encounters are uh, targeting African Americans. Well, if you actually look at the numbers, police encounters from police to African Americans around 16 to 35 uh, is only 6% of the population. 6% of the population. They encounter the police by 50 times of the violent crime over, overall. So, um, again, it's because of poverty, not because of the police. They're doing the job. I, I 100% agree with that if you are forced into an impoverished situation and there's no additional help that violence is bound to happen which kind of goes yeah. goes so, into public funding though public funding yeah. of schools of institutions of all that stuff and that's why we need opportunity zones dedicated toward these inner cities with 500 billion being flooded into those african-american cities so that we can yeah. somehow change the numbers because again, there's a perceived racism in the police force. Yes, there's certain incidences, like you said, you know, you barely even know any of these police officers that are racist. If they were all racist, we would know more. But that little small minority, they get kicked out. They're called bad, a uh, bad apples. When you see these numbers, you understand that, you know, the systemic racism. It's it's very hard to prove. And moving forward, we need to uh, uh, fund these impoverished inner cities so that we can get them out of poverty so that these crimes lower. Does Biden have a plan like that to counter that or to, I guess, go along with that, with whatever plan that Trump has, a, the platinum plan? Platinum plan, 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 three, plan, 500 billion towards those inner cities. I don't know if Biden has something it's, that's similar. Or, I mean, it's it's not it's not a labeled plan like the platinum plan, but uh, he is for uh, 
public funding, so increasing public funding to schools and all that, which is very similar to what he's saying, that it helps that like not the inner city youth, but just the inner city and it's uh, for growing and prospering the community, which is again, if you, if you um, have those fundings, you have to get that money from somewhere, which I believe he's also going to be cutting uh, the military budget, which is one of the highest it's ever been. Like, I think it, it's some trillions. He cut the EPA. He cut the um, the disaster prevention funding, which is what we're in currently, and he cut uh, public funding, which is the schools and how you again, you know, you how you educate the masses to get out of the situations they're in, how you get scholarships, how you fund these places. So. He cut those. Programs. Oh, Trump cut those, and I'm saying Biden is for those. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I got a cousin in uh, in he moved to Texas for. Literally for tax problems, for tax issues. Yeah. He wanted to get tax less. <laughs> so I was like, wow, that's, that's, that's cool. I've seen that trend happening more and more now where people are leaving blue states to go to so-called red states, save money, basically. What is, uh, what's, what's the plan on the Biden side? What's, what's the Trump uh, side of, of that issue of people leaving so-called blue states to go to red states? First of all, I don't think that's a, a Biden or a Trump issue. I, I mean, that's just per state. But you're right. If, if A lot of people are leaving a highly taxed area, New York, uh, California, New Jersey. Well, New Jersey's not really. And they're leaving for a more red, less taxed state. So it's say Texas, um, Arizona, anything like this. And I mean, listen, when we really get down to the nitty gritty, you're gonna get, you're gonna make more money with less taxes. That's just the fact, but the situation you're going to be going into is going to be worse because our tax dollars do go to literally everything, the roads, the schools, everything. The places with the highest amount of taxes are usually co-lined with the education of the state. So uh, California, I don't know what it is, but I assume it's going to be in the top 10 of most educated places, right? Um, with an increased funding of schools, uh, you see an increased amount of like... Uh, scores charting with just because there's more accessibility to um, the community really so I understand that if uh, that is the sole reason that you would leave a state that go ahead but <clears throat> in general this the the state is going to be for the worse people are leaving Democrat run cities because for, and again he says that um, it's not a Trump or a Biden issue I somewhat agree with that but I also say that it is a Biden issue because when people live in the, the way that government's been run for decades, which Biden has been in politics for 47 years, um, blue states are horribly run. Homelessness, high taxes, the top 10 uh, worst cities in the United States are all run by Democrats. Uh, people are Is that right? Yes. Is that, I don't. I don't know that either. No, that, it that. was, um, if you're referring to the crime statistic, I think it, I think it was like nine out of 10 of the most Crime-filled cities are Democrat, and there's one Republican in the top ten. Uh, I remember seeing that. Okay, I'm just trying to. So with that, that, so with that being said, now that that's to put into context, and that's how government's been running, you know, um, for decades. So you know, Trump getting in office, he had nothing to do with that. But Biden did have something to do with that for 47 years, and it is Democrat-run cities, as he is a Democrat. People are leaving the states because not not just for crime itself, because obviously for crime but you know democrats they have higher gun legislations gun restrictions where uh texas and utah and yada 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 so forth they let you have the second amendment without uh, all these restrictions uh people want it not only they want lower taxes but they want to be safe 
and notice how every single riot that's happening happens in democratic cities. I mean, there is a direct coalition, again, with the amount of increased population and density is the more liberal it becomes because people are just exposed to different viewpoints. Uh, and if you have a higher education with more amount of people, uh, historically, they become more liberal. The top 10 cities are probably the most densely compact and educated cities, which again leads to a mass homelessness problem because of the price increase with demand and supply. Uh, really anything capitalist <laughs> yeah. is going to lead to, uh, you know, people being kicked out. There's going to be mental health issues which are not addressed because, again, the police are not funded to address mental health patients who get kicked out and then they're on the streets. And again, it's just a whole perpetual system. You know, these civil conversations is what needs to be happening instead of, I, I do with street yeah. debates, you know. <laughs> people are yelling and screaming the entire time, you know what I mean? Like but, the, but these are the conversations that we have to have. And another thing that we got to realize is, at the end of the day, everybody just wants what they think is best. That's true. Yeah, that is very true. 1,000%. Okay, so... But you didn't finish that. What? For whom? That's, because, I right. that's another thing. Because there's people who want what's best for everyone, and there's people who will just want what's best for them. Them, yeah. Mm -hmm. and that's, that, exactly. that's really the difference between, a, between a leader and uh, and a uh, and a How about for people who are like, convinced that it's doing it for them or for for like everyone, but it's not really because you're being tricked into it. Mm -hmm. I've one. had yeah, one. I've had enough conversations with people where it does just come out. Well, for me, what I want to do, um, and you know, f everybody else. I've I've had enough of those conversations where I can really point it out now and just go, Eesh, okay, he's just he's just out for himself." Mm -hmm. um, and then it. it it comes out. Are we in, recording this? Yeah. No, no, no. Oh, perfect. Yeah, it comes okay. out in how, how people act as well. Um, one of the jobs that I have um, is, is we're talking hundreds of people working in synchronicity to make sure that the job gets done. And there's a lot of that. There's a lot of just me. It's all about me. So the guy who comes up behind him to do the same job has to do twice the work because the guy cut corners in front of him because it was just about him. And the guy behind him is like, well, it's about all of us, for all of us to do good. And so he'll do the job right so that the guy behind him yeah. can now do the job right. Yeah. And then eventually you'll get another guy that's gonna come by and just do the job uh, because it's just for him, just for expediency and boom, boom, forget the guy behind me. And it happens, you know, again, it, in a society, you're always going to have Different uh, opinions, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> of opinions, right? Um, and that's why I say that, yeah, the, you got to kind of finish that statement is what's best, right? For whom? Mm, for, for all of us as a whole, as a country, or just for you? What's mm. best for you? Mm. Um, and uh, and that's an individual thing, right? In a free in a free country, that's an individual thing. I I think especially when it's coming to the presidency that we should absolutely evaluate who uh, they ha whose best interests do they have in mind. And for Trump, I think, uh, you know, even before his presidency, he was paying more for uh, porn stars to cheat on his wife with than he was in taxes. So it's like, he, I think he's very clearly one-sided in just the Trump campaign. Also, his eight of his hand-picked electorates and hand-pointed um, support, not supporters, but um, advisors are now in jail through treason, through lying to Congress, through anything like that. And it's literally, it's just painted a picture of Trump first before the nation. Okay, so I've never seen anything about the prostitutes and things like that. I'm not going to speak on it because uh, obviously if you're 
uh, a billionaire. I mean, you know, people have their own lifestyle. Okay, not, I, I don't know if that's true or not. Yeah. But oh yeah, um, it's Stormy Daniels. But, but yeah, <laughs> well, I mean, she is starving for fame. Um, so you got to remember that Trump got in office saying he's going to drain the swamp. He ran against Hillary Clinton, and there's a long rap sheet behind her. As soon as he stepped in, notice the chaotic impeachment, Russian investigation, yada yada, so on and so forth. So when we say that these people in his surrounding circle that have been accused of certain, you know, crimes, you got to remember that, you know, like Michael Flynn or um, Roger Stone, things of that sort. That's these are, these are people who are referring to. Right. Uh, these are the people that are low hanging fruit on the one person that they're investigating to try to remove. So uh, you, you explaining that, you know, these people are somehow corrupt or, you know, so on and so forth. You got to remember when uh, I'll give an analogy, when uh, a good cop comes into a bad precinct and says, I'm going to drain the swap on the bad cops. What are the bad cops going to do to that good cop? They'll undermine him, I guess. Yeah. And thus, hence, you notice the Russian investigation, yeah. impeachment, obstruction, yada, yada, yada. So yeah, it's so really, again, it's really hard to trust a politician. Uh, it just that's just a fact it's just hard to trust a, po a politician Trump was never especially a politician. well especially a career politician and on the other hand we have Trump who was on the business side for his entire life and he from what I remember on um, one of the debates on the on the Republican debate uh, debate stage somebody called him out on uh, on his uh, being a, a Democrat and a Republican or not knowing what side he was on. And he literally told the guy, yeah, I gave your campaign money mm -hmm. and shut him up. So it was, it was like, he's a guy that's going to do and say whatever he's going to do and say to get to the position that he wants to get to. To right? clarify that point, just so we don't get flagged for fake news, I believe that was when he was talking to Rand Paul on the debate stage of the last election, where mm -hmm. Rand Paul was going off on Trump, and mm -hmm. then uh, Trump said, oh yeah, it's because I donated to your campaign. Yeah, he donated to the guy's campaign. And then, and I, I believe they asked him, like, why would you do that? And he's like, oh, because he does what I want if I give him money. Right. Mm -hmm. but, and I, again, I believe that, I don't remember the details, but I believe mm -hmm. that, because again, that's a very Trumpian thing to do. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna do what I have to do and say what I have to say to get what it is that I want. Mm -hmm. Now, whether or not this make America great, or this this I'm for all for America thing is uh, a publicity stunt, and it got him into the White House, or whether it is that he really means it or not, that's between him and, and his own heart, sure. and, his own, and his own beliefs, I guess. Um, and it's for us to go, well, do I believe him or not? As far as uh, Biden goes, well, there's a lot of stuff going on right now behind the scenes that we're starting to find out that's happening uh, either within his family or within his associates. Um, and that's why I can't trust politicians <laughs> because there's always something where we're like, God, that too? Yeah. So this guy too or that girl too? I mean, it's just... It, it, it's on and on and on. And at this point, we're stuck in the middle going, okay, I guess I want that guy to lead. And that's why we were in the position mm -hmm. that we're in and why we're having the conversation that we're having, right? So yeah. so I also want to say, because again, uh, everything when it comes to Trump is one specific incident when there's a lot more going on. So I remember the 2016 election. Yes, he did say that, you know, I give money to candidates because that's how it works. That's, that's how the system works, okay? And that he gave to this person, he gave to that person. But... He also did say during the 2016 uh, running campaign that um, I'm running because I got tired of how everything's going pretty much. I'm paraphrasing. Um, he said, I, no one's funding my own campaign. I will fund my own so that you know that I'm going to do what I think is best for the American people. 
you know, with pol other politicians, they have to, that people give them money in exchange, they do policies, favors, things yeah. like that. So, so when it comes to career politicians and this person that's coming in, he's trying to illustrate that, showing us that this is how the game is played. Now, when he's running his own campaign with his own money, that means he has no lobbyists. That means he has no people in his ear. He gets to do what he believes is best for the American people. And and you saying, uh, I can't trust a politician. I agree. I can't trust politicians. Trump's not a politician. And for everything that we've seen, I, I don't listen to what, I don't know what he's, he's sticking in his head. I don't know uh, if he truly believes it. But what I do know is I know the facts and the proof that from the last three years, we've had the best economy. He's done amazing things. And that shows his action shows what he is thinking what his commitment is to it because again he also said i didn't want to run i didn't have to run but he's running because he got tired of how things are going so if he gives money to people and they don't do anything then he's going to run himself the last so this is the third time he's ran in the last two times he's ran uh right on the release of a book so obviously the book sales that he released are gonna be huge. Um, he started the birther movement with Obama on the second time he ran with the book release, which is again, why would he start a rumor on a US running like uh, a presidential candidate, right? That just because he was African American, he didn't, he, he literally pulled out the birther movement out of nowhere. He also donated to the um, Clinton campaign back in the day, which would go again towards what you were saying, where he donates to candidates to try to elevate himself more to manipulate the system. Right, well, they're friends, right? The Clintons and the... And, and the uh, they Trumps. were, they, they were, were. yeah, they, yeah. He went to Previously. their daughter's wedding or something. Mm -hmm. yeah, or, or I, wouldn't, yeah. I, wouldn't, I wouldn't say necessarily yeah. friends. I mean, at the end of the day, when you're a businessman, you're supposed to get along with everybody. It's yeah. business. You, well, you, 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 sure, you do business. But also, you do, you so, do. Why, so why do I want to... Why do I trust Biden? Why should I trust Biden? I, I really, I just don't trust Trump. I just don't. Not as a, um, as a, as a human, because I don't know him. I don't, I don't know him. I've never met him. But just in an overall sense, he just gives me the ich factor. <laughs> There's an ich factor. Why should I trust Biden, though? Why, what is it about Biden that should make me go, okay, yeah, that, that, that's the kind of guy that I want to I hitch my wagon to. Right. Um, I mean, just... On the bare bones, Trump has some 20, some, maybe, I think 23 sexual assault allegations against him currently. Biden has done. He's been in politics for 47 years. He's been through Monica Lewinsky. He's been in the public eye for decades and decades and nothing has come to light of dirt on his character. He's always been a faithful person to his spouse and his children. Uh, I think if you're looking for a good, hard-working American person that is honest to themselves and to the American people, that would be Biden. Um, she, he does have an allegation. I remember one specific one. I don't remember her name, but she's very well known. She's um, allegations are allegations. They're, they're, they, you can, I can make an allegation of anything. Okay, I'm not going to get into those types of semantics. But uh, one thing I would say is that when you're talking about you don't trust Trump because he gives you a vibe, but yet he's done so many accomplishments in three years that. Biden has done in 47, because the one thing that he's known for is the 94 crime bill. There's really, but we can go over accomplishment after accomplishment yeah. for the last three years well, of Trump, because again, I mean, he's known for uh, Obamacare as well, and universal health care. And look how disastrous that went. Uh, prices went up. Anthony Gruber himself, that wrote the, that helped write the bill, said thank you that they're, uh, uh, that we can manipulate them or they're uh, something about that. And the uh, insurance companies wrote it. I mean, uh, the Obamacare was a disaster. Now, well, well, you were also speaking on the topic that uh, you the to lift the inner city 
we have to give them funding, we have to give them opportunity, but I think a huge thing is also giving them healthcare. This gave inner city people the opportunity to have healthcare where they previously would never have had the opportunity. Put 18 million people to give them healthcare. They're, they're, we can give them healthcare. They're, they're, we already have healthcare and we can improve in healthcare by opening state lines. Meaning you can go to you know California to Nevada oh, and get healthcare. That, and, that's, and that's what Trump's also doing. But that's also what he was uh, advocating. But when it comes to Obamacare, Obamacare was a disaster. Now I understand we want to give somebody healthcare, I understand that, but it was forced. It was forced. You shouldn't force anybody to get it if they don't want to. Yeah, that that's so the ACA. So as far as the ACA goes, all I know is personally, my uh, your premiums, uh, my relationship oh. um, with that has been harsh. Only because um, I, I do have somebody who's very very close to me, and their insurance went up. I'm not joking. A hundred. I think it was a hundred and sixty percent. Literally from when? one quarter to the other, when that when the ACA hit here in California, when when it was implemented, um, which was devastating. Yes. A lot of things had to happen, and so I think semantics matter, words matter, because you mentioned healthcare, and I absolutely believe that healthcare is a, is an issue and, and should be addressed. Yes. But I think the ACA, what the ACA did, and, and correct me if I'm wrong, was it wasn't a healthcare issue; it was a health coverage issue who was going to pay for it mm -hmm. because uh, I know there's a there, I know a lot of people who have gone to the hospital without insurance and were attended to yeah they didn't go to Cedar Sinai they didn't get you know the top surgeon in the country mm. um, but they were attended to they got some kind of help uh, of some kind um, but I also have heard stories of people going broke because they couldn't pay the health, uh, the, the the bills that came uh, afterwards, they were attended to, but then they had bills that just they were flooded with uh, with bills. So, um, yeah, that's a that's a tough one. I don't think I want my government to take over something as sensitive as health insurance or who's going to cover what. Um, I go to the DMV and I wait for hours. I can only imagine what it's going to be like um, trying to wait for my doctor. I don't know. Again, I don't. I don't know enough about it, but I do know that I have seen some of the ramifications of when the ACA took over, and I and I understand that it was a it was a good intent to give everybody. Hey, we want to we want to help everybody, mm -hmm. our own people, Americans. That's that's what we want. And I don't I don't know that it turned out as they wanted it to. But so Trump also good. has stated that he wants to open up county line, uh, state lines in regards to. So creating a competition yes. between uh, Free market. within within state or and, in, yes. interstate, and then also the uh, the veterans can get away from the uh, the VA and then get their own uh, insurance from other providers as well. Sure. I mean, I don't. Oh. I think what we really need is more robust system. We're the only first world country in the again in the world. I know that's redundant. That doesn't have uh, an intelligent universal healthcare system. Where it's like we shouldn't have to go broke just to get proper treatment. If we look to our neighbors up north, Canada, obviously there's a vast population difference, but you know they can get their diabetic medication for a dollar, while here it's going to be 15 times that price. Do you tr do you trust our government to do a good job with our health coverage? Currently, no, I don't. But I think it's going to be building blocks. I think, you know, we have to be building upon this if we want a better nation for all. 
And, you know, I would also say that Trump himself just already cut the middleman in, in healthcare uh, right now so that we can compete on the world stage when it comes, when he's talking about, when he's talking about how you can uh, buy a specific drug for a certain amount of money, but here it's like 90 bucks, a dollar to 90 bucks or whatever. Yeah. He actually said that, uh, he actually, it's $2 somewhere else and it's $100 here. We get to compete for the two, $2. Now, it doesn't mean that we're going to pay the $2, like if it's in Canada or whatnot, what sort of, but uh, it, lowers the, it lowers our price in the U.S. so that we can compete towards the dollar, like you said, with yeah. Canada, you know, uh, Australia, New Zealand, you know. So we've talked about a lot of issues. Tell me why I should vote for your guy. Give, give me the skinny. Why should I vote for your guy? I think you should vote for Biden if you care about uh, political issues, if you care about health care issues, if you care about the economy. Right now, we are in uh, the worst economic situation uh, America has been in since World War II. And uh, there's only one candidate out of the two, and that's Biden, that has been proven to get us out of a recession and into a robust economy. Black Lives Matter matter to you. Uh, again, Biden is the only candidate that is actively supporting a movement of change towards equality. And um, lastly, if you are just voting purely on a personal basis of religion or anything like that is proven that Biden is a better person in just in life through uh, adultery. He's been faithful to his wife. If it's towards religion, he's been a good Christian man his entire life to been given into organizations. Um, so if you know if you're voting just on policies, it's Biden. If you're voting personal, it's Biden. The reason why you should vote for Trump is that we've had the best economy we've ever had. Now, first, you said that you don't trust politicians. Neither do I. Trump's not a politician. Unlike Biden, that's been in politics for 47 years and done nothing. The only thing he's really famous for is to lock up fathers that have my skin color. I don't have a father. He had the best economy, but due to current events, not so much known. Do you trust a career politician that has done nothing to run the country at the time of the worst economy because of the current event? or someone that has built the economy, the best economy that we've had recorded. Because if he did it before, he'll do it again. First and foremost, I gotta, um, I gotta say that uh, the, the arguments are compelling on both sides. These are both <laughs> articulate and, uh, and, and convincing, I mean, in, in all honesty. I think there's a lot more unity than there is division. Yes, um, yes, uh, yes. You agreed with some of the yes. points he made. Yeah, he agreed yes. with some of the points you made. And I just, I love that part of it. On pure politics and who I think um, uh, can lead the, the, our country, the, the country that I love, the country that two of my children are serving uh, for right now in the United States Air Force, um, I just, um, it's hard for me to go away from experience. It's hard for me to go away from someone who has been there and has the connections and has the, um, uh, the, the, uh, the history that he has, um, which is the, the Biden camp. Um, again, I see some of the points that you've made and, and I have to agree with some of them. Um, but there is that. There is that situation for me where I have to bring it all together and go, which one of these two guys, including their camp, in, in his case, with Harris uh, being the VP, uh, with uh, Pence being the VP on this side, just the experience level for me is probably my main deciding factor.
Um, and if I had to vote today, right now, check off one name or the other, um, I think it would be Biden. It seems yeah. like you've been talking a lot of smack about socialist policies and. Yeah, I was just policies. about to get say you stole but it out of my mouth. Biden. <laughs> I was just. A, I was just. A, I was just like I don't know. It's like so. So because of again going back to the experience and going back to. Going back to what I I just I can't put my trust of my children's lives right. who are in the military. One is right now in Qatar, <laughs> and the other one is in Guam. He's living the life. He's a firefighter. <laughs> surfs every day. But Qatar oh, is fucking scary. He's a jerk. Yeah. I hate him sometimes. <laughs> he sends me pictures and he's working out. I hate the guy. But <laughs> I can't. Somebody who's not only, I think, did he serve? Did Biden serve? His kid did, I know. His, his kid his died. Kids. Oh yeah, his kid died. died. The other guy's a mess. Hunter's a yeah. fucking mess. Yeah. But, but Bo served and, and, and the whole thing. It's just really hard for me to put my trust in somebody who Faked has Bo's no friends. idea yeah. what happens he inside. Well, he literally lied his way out of the military. He said he had bone spurs when he was getting recruited, yeah. which he doesn't. Well, again, they all did it though. In, in those wait, times, wait, Bill, wait, Clinton, Bill, Bill Clinton also was a dog, was a uh, draft dodger, or not I don't a draft think dodger, but a dodger. Right. So I want to say this too. Yeah, I want to say this too. Before you said that you know you you don't like government intervention when it comes to things like you know healthcare and all that good stuff and whatever. Right. So, but the left itself, Democrats. Now I, I get Biden. I get your point about you want an experienced person. Yeah. I totally yeah. get that. You can go off the list of all the accomplishments, yada, yada, yada. And I, just for me, when I do accomplishment to accomplishment in comparison, it's Trump, hands down, in 30, in right. three years versus 47. But sure. if you're gonna vote for Biden, and that's gonna be left, that's gonna be Democrats, you know the AOCs, the Omars, and uh, Bernie Sanders himself, that wants, you know, uh, free- uh, I love Bernie, I love Bernie. He wants, he wants free college. Yeah. Is that such a zero? Say that you don't want government intervention, but the left is all about government intervention and every single aspect of government control. Hold up, but speaking of government intervention, who did the fucking bailouts of airlines, of industries that are multi billion dollar industries that don't need money? If you, if you think that people should fail with their systems, then the airline should have failed. All of Trump's buddies in Wall Street should have failed through this bubble burst. Yeah, because we were at a standstill, and you have to put money. But that is socialism. That is socialism. The bailout is socialism. No, I, no okay. There's a difference between socialism. Socialism is you you get into government intervention uh, with like private industry and all this stuff, and you make mm -hmm. you know your own thing. But when 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 COVID happens and it's all over the world and governments are shutting down from all over, you got to shut down too. You don't want your airline and the travel industry to just be destroyed. Right. So I you're going to pump it up a little bit until we get over the hump. Once we yeah. get over the hump, then it's I right think, back to smooth sailing. I think a better way to put what you were saying, because I was, I was watching a video the other day, and they were talking about the same exact thing, and it made perfect yeah. sense. Because I was against like giving anybody anything. Yeah, I no, I was against giving money but too. But there's a there's time one, place for everything. Are you libertarian? Or I'm a little bit more libertarian. Yeah. But this one guy made a good point, and he's like, "Well, the reason why the government will have to give anybody anything 
is because the government literally shut down everything. Exactly. It was like, like it's like, different if you if if he just did it at like you know 2018 or something like you well, know what I mean like I mean, when they, nothing's going on. Like, also, okay, then I'd be like, what the heck are you doing? You're giving your money to you know to, to build a billion dollar industry. What the heck are you doing? But like right. when you have to make decisions and you're the president of the United States and you you know shutting down industries, you're like, okay, is it going to survive at the end of this if it stays still for how long? Three months. Thank you guys for watching. It was so nice to see people on two opposite ends of the spectrum talk respectably in a conversation to an undecided voter. And it was also nice to see that everybody seemed to agree on a lot of the problems that are going on in this world today. When we just take the time to sit down, talk, and understand the other side, we realize we have actually more in common than we think. Let me know what you think. I'm Joey Salads, and thanks for watching. Thank you guys for watching all the way to the end. If you can, please become a Patreon. If you become a Patreon, patreon.com slash Joey Salads, I will give you a call. Also, shoot me a text, 917-540-8768 to stay updated. And if you want to check out my merch, go to merchlinkinbio.com. Thank you so much for watching. Peace out.